Moncrief on News Talk. Now, if you've ever had a wander around the Phoenix Park in Dublin, you may have noticed a distinct lack of toilets. And the traditional reason for this is that installing toilets would involve ripping up the park to install pipes. That's fair enough, but the Fine Gael Senator Emer Curry argues that there's no excuse not to install eco-toilets. They don't need pipes. Emer, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. I, I suppose there's no way of knowing, you know, how much the demand is for people visiting the Phoenix Park unless someone's doing, you know, wandering around looking for poops or something around the place. (laughs) Well, I would say as somebody that has been involved now in three public consultations uh, about the park since 2019, that this is an issue that continually comes up. And you do get emails about it every now and again. So Mm. it's a long-standing issue that I think we might have a new kind of solution. Yeah, because I would imagine, though, on a sunny day like today, and particularly a weekend, the few places that do have toilets, is that, you know, they're going to develop queues pretty quickly. Absolutely. Um, but the biggest problem, I think, is proximity because the park is huge. Uh, I don't think people realise that it's, it is bigger than all the London city parks combined. Uh, so you may not get that far uh, to mm. one of the major attractions um, to use their toilet. And there aren't that many of them. For instance, there's one in the visitor centre. There's There are toilets in the visitor centre. There are toilets in the zoo, but of course you have to be at the zoo. Yeah. Um, there are toilets at the, the tea rooms that are close, uh, the cafe that's close to the zoo. And they have them in Farm Lee, which is actually, I, I think most people would consider that a, nearly like a separate destination in itself. Yeah. And yeah. um, and then they have new toilets, which is great that we've we've recently heard about in in what's called a biodiversity centre. But all of these places shut at five or six o'clock. Um, and, um, you know, not a lot of people know about them. Mm. So and people no, and none don't... of those, funny enough, are, sorry to interrupt, but none of them are public toilets per se. They're toilets inside another place. Exactly. So it is a major issue and it is an issue, I, I suppose, a barrier to people enjoying the park um, being reassured about being in the park. And for some people, it does stop them from going. Mm. Uh, so I, I do think here is, I don't think these eco toilets are going to replace the need for the bigger toilets, but they're certainly going to play an important role and can supplement them. Right. So what does an eco toilet look like? Well, it looks really good, actually. It's it's made of wood, um, primarily uh, cedar, apparently. And um, it has... It's made of steel as well. It's got a a kind of sophisticated contraption at the back, which is how it works. It's there uh, for the air to um, uh, filtrate the air um, and and the what you're putting in the toilet, um, and that that's how it works. So they okay. look they look very good. Right. Okay. So when something goes in the toilet, mm-hmm. where does it go then? Okay. So it it goes into the toilet and then in the toilet um, there are actually two baskets that you can't see okay. um, and on the top goes the solids and the 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 paper um, the toilet paper and underneath goes the, the urine um, and this air system it's air dried and the fan actually uh, dries it all out and makes sure that there's no smell. So you don't get okay. that icky Porterloo, I'm in a Porterloo experience. Yeah, yeah. It feels a lot 
better than that. And um, and then what happens from there is uh, actually they tell me that there isn't much to do, that it, it kind of takes care of itself. But what happens is there is a pipe and, and a pump that brings whatever's left uh, for the liquids uh, to a box that has sawdust. And when it comes to the solids, I'm being diplomatic in my language here, um, it is brought to a box uh, that has worms in it. Um, and that is um, a called a wormery. It does wormery oc- uh oxygenation I think is the technical okay. the technical word and it breaks it all down and um, and that that can that can stay there for for years and it it doesn't have to be emptied but the baskets are emptied every week right okay so I so the the, the what the worms turn it into because I assume the worms eat it and then like they com- they're composting and it. they're composting it yeah uh, essentially so that uh, and that compost just goes into the ground underneath no, they they uh, will empty it uh, in. I was told today that they would imagine that they would empty that box, you know, five years time. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. So you're not going to have a fellow with a van whose job it is to drive around the Phoenix Park, like scooping out compost every day or anything like that. No, but no, but every week you would empty the baskets, yeah. um, uh, to make sure that they are clean. Okay. Um, so there is there. That doesn't sound like a fun job. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. But no. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd like to volunteer, him. <laughs> like I was. Uh, uh, now people would be wondering what uh, powers all this. Because so, you mentioned a fan and everything. Yeah, it, it all seems to be done uh, through solar pa- uh, power. So there's a light and that's through solar power. Uh, the fan is obviously used, is wind generated as well. Uh, so it, it it runs naturally. It doesn't require any power. It doesn't require any water supply. It doesn't require the waste water infrastructure that the OPW have said is a barrier to doing, to introducing more toilets to the park. If people want to wash their hands? The, yeah. Yes, well, um, there's hand sanitizer. So, you know, it is basic. And as yeah. I said, it doesn't replace the, the the proper toilets. But there is, I think there is a need to be met here. And if you're out walking and running in the park and you're caught, then you you need a toilet. And, mm. and that's the kind of scenario that we are in. And let's face it, the park is huge. People explore the park. They roam the park. And they do need options if they have kids. You know, you... you bring the kids out uh, for a walk and even though they've gone to the toilet they decide 10 minutes in that they that they need to go to the, go to the loo um you know it do, it is reassuring it's good for people to have access to toilets yeah. especially whenever there isn't the option of having we're told there isn't the option of the bigger infrastructure they, um, and anyway, it's in the middle of a park. You're not, yeah. you're not going to the Shelburne. No. Uh, so, you, you, you know, what, what do you expect? They, they, do you, any idea how much they cost? So they, they cost between twenty and 25000 uh, for one cubicle. And then because you've got your boxes, um, you can add more cubicles and, and it would be more efficient uh, that way. Ah, right, I but, see. Okay, yeah. But for instance, there are, they, uh, the OPW did put Portaloos into the, the people cross car park a couple of years ago after a lot of demand, especially during COVID. Um, and you could see that they, you know, they could remove those plastic, smelly portaloos and replace with these. And we have them in Fingal County Council. So out in Dublin 15, we have implemented them in Mulhuddard Cemetery uh, and um, and also Shackleton Gardens. Uh, so ah. the, the cemetery doesn't have a church, doesn't have a toilet. You can imagine what it's like if you're, uh, you've gone to a funeral 
and uh, then you're you're going to the graveyard or it's the blessing of the graves in a couple of weeks in Mulhuddert. It's appropriate for that. Um, in Shackleton Gardens, they don't have toilets. They've just opened this beautiful walled garden after lots of restoration. And this is a very cost effective way of of making sure that it, it is a pleasant experience. And then I suppose as the facility grows in popularity, then we can look at at, at, at spending the hundreds of thousands that it is to actually put in the full toilets. Mm. But um, I think it's, it's really good in beaches. That's another uh, place where these eco toilets work, uh, could work very well. But but Fingal uh, and their parks department, I have to give them a shout out because they have led the way on this. They've introduced them. It's going very well. I spoke to them this morning just to check. They said there's been absolutely no complaints. Um, and, and so I think, yeah, the Phoenix Park should look at this. The OPW should consider it. And, and the ones in Fingal, do they, does somebody have to go out and give them a clean once a week so, yes, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, the park rangers go out and, and, and clean them every day. So, right. you know, but they're out there anyway, um, uh, making sure that uh, the the cemetery is running smoothly, the, the uh, gardens are running smoothly. So they're open to the public um, and, and they, they do that. David says, one of our listeners on the subject of public toilets, nobody ever mentions that in the past there were numerous public facilities located around the city, including the Phoenix Park. All were eventually closed due to safety concerns surrounding drug taking, antisocial behaviour and sexual predators. Is that a fair point? Um, I, considering they're in those particular places and there hasn't been any issues like that, I think I don't, I wouldn't see these cubicles as attracting that kind of uh, activity and mm. um, they're not they're they are more remote but you do get a certain amount of footfall that's why you know you would need them um, but I, I I think other countries have been able to master having yeah. public toilets I don't know why it's such an issue here in the past I think we're, um, we're kind of changing to talk about the the city centre but you know we need public toilets in the city centre we've we've relied on pubs to to a certain extent um, and I often think for tourists they don't know the difference between the pubs that you know are going to be friendly about it and who aren't yeah. um, so we do need to invest in our public infrastructure I think these toilets are, are more suited to places that are that bit off the grid but do have uh, do have um, I suppose people that frequent there um, mm. so it has to be right for the location but take, take his point and I think we do need investment in public toilets and we need them in changing places as well uh, most definitely uh, well, actually, the other side of that, someone says walking my dog in the Phoenix Park has become increasingly difficult because she has a very good sense of smell and a taste for what humans leave behind trees deep in the woods. Toilets would be awesome. So, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, rather not have that. Uh, so th- you're putting it out there. It's up to the OPW to kind of pick up this ball and run with it. Yeah, look, they, I've, I've written to them. I've sent them the information from Fingal County Council. They've said they're going to keep it under review like they do all facilities uh, in, in the does, park. Does that just mean go away? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going away because I'm here. <laughs> um, and I'm sure I'm hoping that your listeners might get in contact with the OPW and encourage them to do do this uh, to to give it a go and um, they can be they can need a bit of encouragement to try new things yes and um, yes. so let's hope fingers crossed that they hear this yeah. and maybe act on it and do some more forceful reviewing uh Eimear, thanks a million Thank for you. coming into us today that was uh, Fine Gael Senator Eimear Curry there Moncrief weekdays at 2 p.m on news talk